Welcome to the Enlightenment Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. If we've been listening to this podcast for a while now, we've discussed a variety of things related to enlightenment. But what is perhaps the key factor of waking up and discovering who we really are? What is that really key component? And in many ways, it's very simple, but yet it can be very, very hard to do. Why would that be? When we're around one, two, three years old, we start identifying with things. We like certain things. We don't like other things. We realize who our parents are, who our grandparents are. We take on a name. We take on a personality. And the longer we live, the more solidified our egoic identity becomes. We start believing everything we're being told. But if we take a moment and really reflect and think, okay, I've taken on this name. When I was growing up, I had a sister named Kim, and later she got married and changed her name. She wasn't Kim Puff anymore. She became someone else. So who is she? Is she now this new name, or is she her old name? And then her husband died of brain cancer, and she got remarried and took on a new name. So who is she? So our names can't be who we are, but they tell us that we're our name. Later, we may have family members who pass, a grandfather or grandmother who is part of our lives, and they're not there anymore. My grandfather on my mother's side, who I was very close to, died one summer while I was at university. So is he the person in that graveyard full of dust and bones? Or is he in my memory? But even my memory changes. My mother, as you've been told, got Alzheimer's when she got older. And she didn't even remember some of her relatives. Does that mean they don't exist anymore for her? Change. Life keeps changing. And yet we so much identify with who we are. Before we had children, my wife was a teacher. Then she became a mother. And now she's a university student. Who is she? What's her career? That changes. Things change. How can we be truly that which changes? Everything changes, and yet we so much identify with this ego of ours. So that's really the problem. The problem is we've identified with that which is impermanent, which is changing. And if we want to wake up, if we want to live an enlightened life, right here, right now, Guess what? We have to let go of our egoic identity. We have to live egoless. Now what does that possibly mean? How do I, Dr. Puff, how do I live a life without any ego, without any identification? Who will I be? Obviously, we'll still answer to our names. But what we won't do is we won't identify. We won't be as solidified with the labels that change. Yes, right now, we may identify ourselves with our careers, but when we retire, what will we be? If we stop identifying with these labels, realize, yes, they're impermanent. Yes, they are manifesting right now, but they're not who I am. Who I am, who we are, is that which witnesses that which changes. Again, the only thing permanent that's been there from the beginning until the end 
at least as long as this life we live lasts, is awareness, witness, without labels, silent awareness, silent witness, egoicless awareness, egoicless witnessing of what is without saying mine, yours, his, hers. We drop all those pronouns and we just be. We flow with life and we stop taking on the labels that were given to us or that we take on ourselves. And what we'll discover or what will happen is spontaneously is that when we drop the labels and we just live life in the present moment with our minds being still, what happens is a beauty, a peace, perhaps even the word we could call bliss arises. There's only one way to experience it and that's to experience life without the egoic labels. When we drop the labels, all of them, life becomes a beautiful adventure that keeps unfolding. It's like going to a movie. We don't know what's going to happen next. We just experience it. We enjoy the ups, we enjoy the downs, and we just enjoy. We enjoy life because we don't identify with anything. We lose pride. We lose fear. We lose hope. We lose desire. These come from us identifying ourselves with the ego. So for example, let's say we have a job that we like, but we lose it. We get laid off. Instead of feeling shameful, I'm bad, I'm terrible, oh no, what will people think? We never identified with the job. We just enjoyed it while we did it. And now, the universe will bring us something else. God will bring us a new adventure. And perhaps, for six months, we'll have the opportunity to not work. And we'll be home, and we'll enjoy our families, and we're going to meet new people along the way as we try for new jobs. But instead of saying, what's wrong with me? Why did I lose my job? What will people think? That's all gone. Because there's no identification with being a worker. We just work. There's no identification with being successful. We just do life. We do it well because we just do it. Whatever way it turns out is beautiful and it really doesn't matter. And remember in last week's podcast, I talked about living a far more spontaneous life. When we live a spontaneous life, we may find, we have to be careful of attachments here, but we may find that life unfolds beautifully. And when we're not attached to anything, how could it not? How couldn't anything become a wonderful adventure? It doesn't matter. We don't care what people think of us because we don't identify with our egos anymore and all those labels. We're not worried about thoughts of other people and we don't judge other people because we realize they aren't their ego either. There's just life. There's just living. And we enjoy it no matter what happens we just say, wow, this is kind of cool. And we see it new. It's newness. It's a really a childlike approach to living because everything becomes new. Everything becomes fresh. And instead of labeling, instead of saying, it's this, I'm that, you're this, you're that, we lose those things. And we work towards just being, being present and just enjoying the journey 
no matter where it takes us. This doesn't mean we're going to necessarily become homeless wanderers, but it does mean that instead of our home, our cars, our family, we see the whole universe as our home. The sky is our roof. The earth is our ground on which we live. And we just transverse this experience while we're here, while we're living the 20 to say 100 years that we live, we just live and flow with life. And we realize there's going to be many, many changes. And we just flow with them. And life goes well. It goes very well. But the key is, we can't be attached to anything. Even the desire to be awakened can be an attachment. Because the ego is pretty tricky. It can say, I want to wake up. I'm awakened. Wow, I got it. And that's still the ego. There is awakening, but it doesn't happen to anyone. It just is who we all are. We've forgotten. And if we stop identifying with all these different labels and our egoic self, what happens is we'll identify with our true self, that which is permanent, that which always is, always will be, then awakening is who we are we are that we've always been that we'll always be that all we have to do is let go of every egoic attachment every egoic identity and just be thank you for joining me in this week's exploration into the world of enlightenment if you'd like to learn more about enlightenment please go to www.enlightenmentpodcast.com. That's enlightenmentpodcast.com. If you'd like to contact me directly, my email address is drpuff at cox.net. Until next time, just be. Mm-hmm.